Hello, everyone. It's time for the mean girls to hit the road, am I right? We no longer wear pink on Wednesdays. Nothing is fetch. Regina George has left the building. That's right. Matt James has picked up his Swiffer and is cleaning house. The mean girls are gone, and some guy in Austin and I have many questions we try to answer in this episode. For instance, should raking manure be considered an actual date? Is MJ there for the right reasons? Right reasons. Does she really promote peace and harmony? Could Kit be a fairy living in the human world? And when is a good time to tell someone you love them? I'd also like to prepare you for not one, not two, but ten sensor sounds. Let me explain. I'm not sure if iTunes frowns upon a certain word that Victoria used several times, so I censored it to be on the safe side. I'm not a crass person. Of course, I do have to musically censor some guy in Austin twice due to the details of an indelicate story, but I figure at episode 201, you're probably used to it by now. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 201 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Ray. I'm here with some guy in Austin. We're back to talk about a bunch of mean girls who were kicked off the show in week five. How do you feel? Do you feel vindicated? Do you feel like we finally just cleaned house and got rid of all of the people who are mean? Yeah, I felt like we got a, 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 a front row view of a Nima Kalonic. Oh. <laughs> See what I did there? I yeah. Did. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah, so strong. I you figured are. I'd run directly at the goal line, play one. Hole in one, right off the bat. Good for yeah. you. Good for um, you. Yeah, he uh, he didn't look none too happy about all that. Did and, he uh, not? He did, mm-hmm. he did what he needed to do, and I, I got to tell you, Anna got her comeuppance, and I loved every second. <laughs> Me too. Here's here's what I what I thought was interesting about the whole thing. As you recall, last episode we end with Katie saying the house needs to do better, and I think you need to be the one to tell them that. We start off with Matt addressing the ladies, and he is very upset, as you say, that rumors are going around that could ruin people's lives. And this and rumor is that Brittany is an escort. Yeah, usually when, when you know Harrison comes out and says it's it's you know the whatever superlative, it's the most whatever mm-hmm. season ever or whatever. Usually we kind of wink, wink, and um, you know take take that with a grain of salt. But in this case. Um, I would have to totally agree that, uh, you know, casting someone as a prostitute uh, on national TV could actually ruin a good portion, if not all of her life. Exactly. And like you said, it goes into her family's lives. And this is a very big, huge platform that you're making those allegations. Then you could see Anna's face halfway freeze a little bit. Her face is always kind of frozen, but halfway freeze with wide eyes thinking, uh-oh. And <laughs> exactly. she knows exactly what's going on because the first thing Matt James says is, Brittany, could I talk to you? And he takes her off. She's she's already starting to cry. And Anna knows. 
she yeah. knows immediately. She says um, to her to the in her in the moment to directly into the camera, "I know it's me" or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it would have been great if uh, Matt Matt James would have had the presence of mind to just pull a, a Fredo, like an Al Pacino, and kiss Anna on the cheek and say, <laughs> I know it was you, Anna, and just walk out of the room. That would have been great. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been? But my my thing, here's, here's what I love about Matt James, too. Matt James, no telling how long he let her kind of stew in that information. He knows that she knows that he knows. Yep. And so he just takes his time with Brittany and Brittany saying it's not true and I couldn't believe. And he's saying, I'm going to make, I, I don't want a toxic environment. I'll make this as, as safe as a place as you can be. And in the meantime, Anna, to her credit, if that's even a thing, is saying, I know it's me. And she is trying to figure out how do I make this better instead of going in this rando direction of, Oh, it wasn't me, and I didn't mean it that way. She's not doing any of that. She's thinking, all right, how can I fix this? Because then MJ comes to her and says, he knows it's you. You've got to fix this. You have got to take ownership of this. Now, I believe MJ did that to deflect off of herself. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yes. She's, every, everybody starts scrambling for for anything they can grab onto. Yes, and she MJ knows that she was part of that. She might not have been the ringtail leader, but she was definitely number two or number three, depending on who you're talking to here. She was one, and they ABC did an incredible job of a little quick recap at the beginning, and it shows Anna saying she's an escort. She has transactional, transactional relationships with men. <laughs> All of this stuff. And then it shows MJ just get out of here, JV. We're the varsity and we're yeah. the OGs. Y'all newbies need to get away. So it showed them a lot saying that and all of the wonderful things that Victoria said too that were horrible. Yeah. It was one of those deals like on those, um, who's the guy? Andy Cohen. Is that the guy that does Bravo? Uh huh. Yes. And, yes. You know, you know, they do those reunion <laughs> yes. shows and they just impeach the hell out of the women with their, <laughs> with their drunk footage. You know, they're on the, they're all dressed up. And yeah. Like, I, I said no such thing. And then they just cut to her saying the exact thing that they said. I just love it. I and that, that's, where, that's where reality TV, where, the, where, you know, it just seems like such a good idea for exposure when they sign these contracts. Mm-hmm. And then they don't realize that the people running the show are a lot smarter than they oh, are. Oh, absolutely. And cameras are everywhere. Everywhere. It even shows, yeah. yes, it even shows a, a far off camera, almost like Paradise. Remember how Paradise cameras are always grainy because they're yeah, up they in a palm the tree? Yeah, parabolic mic everywhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it shows Anna in the lobby almost, and she never cries. She never cries. She's never freaking out like Victoria. She's just very nervous. That knee keeps bobbing and her fingers keep going to her mouth to, to bite her fingernails. And she's just really nervous. And finally, Matt comes and gets her and she falls on her sword. She says, I said it, I did it. I feel horrible. How do you feel? How do you feel about that angle? There's nothing else she could do. I mean, it's just one of those things where I don't feel like she was doing the right thing. She knew she had no other option. I mean, it was checkmate and she couldn't deny it. That's right. And um, it was smart. It was a smart way to go. Just say, yeah, I did it. Terrible. Feel bad. Yeah. She looked like, um, well, we'll get to Victoria in a second, but she mm. looked terrified. Um, yes. Yes. 
Yes. Whereas Victoria just was in denial about <laughs> her. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, like, I can't believe they're throwing me out. I'm going to literally, she said literally, I'm like, literally die. Times. Literally, like, literally, like, and I'm like, oh my uh, God. But anyway, uh, yeah, so back to Anna. She, she looked like she'd gotten caught with her hand in the cookie jar yeah. and there's nothing else she could do. And he looked annoyed, more annoyed than yes. upset about it. Yes. Um, and it was clear that he wasn't there to listen to what she had to nope. say. He was going to give her a chance to admit it. And then she was gone. Yep. And he was very much, Hey, nice, nice. Matt James was, Hey, we've all said things that we wish we would not have said. I get it. Now, You're going to have to go. <laughs> on national TV, but I'm trying to empathize here. Cause I'm Matt James. <laughs> You're going to have to go. (laughs) Sorry, but you're going to have to go. Then she starts crying, saying, I feel horrible. I feel horrible. Nary a tear dropped from that face. There was zero moisture, even when she gets in the rejection SUV. It was the classic, well, I got caught, and I'm upset about that, versus her She was more upset about the fallout. On Instagram, exactly. She she's not going to get the Diffy Eyewear gig or the FabFit Fun Box. Yeah, she she yeah. shot herself in the foot, and she knew it. She annoyed me anyway, so I was glad to see her go. Yeah. After Matt James has a conversation with Anna, and everyone sees him escort her disco ball dress right out the front door of the Neapolitan, as you said, damage control gets. Yep. In high drive, and everybody goes to the newbies, Michelle, Brittany, Ryan, the Catalina girl, and saying, oh, I'm just really sorry that all this is happening to you. And do you remember that one time I was nice to you 48 hours ago? And everybody, <laughs> it, Kit even makes a grand, I would like to apologize to everyone for my behavior. And lots of people just, oh, but, but Victoria, once again, was the one that wanted everybody to know that I didn't do anything malicious. Yeah. And well, that's a big it, was word all in, <laughs> it was all in good fun. Well, yeah. I mean, Matt James yeah. goes and asks Ryan, hey, would you like some alone time? She's a newbie. And she starts crying immediately, too. And he's thinking, oh, it's going to be JV versus varsity. It's going to be the OGs versus the newbies. She says, Victoria learned that I was a dancer and she called me a whore. No. Yeah. A oh. sorry, a <laughs> because only could be dancers. And then she proceeds to ball. And Matt James, bless his heart, he just looks at her and is thinking, "Are we still doing this? My yeah. goodness, it's a whole new can of worms that has just opened." Yeah, well, it's it's always interesting when the bachelor gets a little peek behind the curtain. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And being someone that's never been, well, supposedly involved with the franchise or watched the show, I'm sure this is all new to him. I actually respected the way he handled it, or like, I should say this, the way they let him handle it. Me too. Um, because he sent the, you know, he sent everybody packing um, yeah. conceivably. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you know, they were thinking, man, Victoria is one of our girls who can really shake things up. She's not necessarily a villain. She's just the entertainment factor that we have here. She's always going to say something weird or mean or silly or stupid. She's going to wear her undergarments backwards underneath her dress because I don't know why you could see all of her bra straps in the back, yeah. yet nothing she in the front. She looks so sloppy. So like very she, sloppy. She looked like she had like passed out in the back of the limo at prom <laughs> and then... 
had to be woken up to go into the prom. <laughs> That's what she looked like. And then when she was saying the word literally a hundred times, mm. I couldn't listen to that. But then she she was saying something like how wonderful a person she is. She brought so much joy mm, or something to she the said. house. Everyone, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone's gonna feel terrible when I'm gone. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> It was. It, I just. It just reminded me of um, one time I was in a bar on Sixth Street, and I remember these two drunk girls got thrown out, and then they were going to get arrested. And I remember going out, and uh, one of them was sitting on the curb, like with her hands in her or her face in her hands, mm-hmm. and the cop was standing over her. And she was trying to talk herself out of getting arrested. And I thought, that's exactly what Victoria <laughs> I mean, it just reminded me of a drunk girl who got thrown out of yeah. the bar and was yeah. just talking her way out of an pleading, arrest. Pleading, <laughs> yeah. pleading her way. She she is melting down. She's spiraling. Again, Anna remained in control and thought, maybe I can talk my way out of this. And she didn't. My favorite part about Victoria is when... Matt James decides to pull her aside and he oh, says, Oh, this is the yes. There's one moment. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Said, this is the best. Ryan said you called her a and she said, That was taken out of context. Yes. This is the best. And the best was he, he tried not to react. You could see him process, like, How am I going to respond to this? And it just kicked around his head for a, a second, but you could see his brain working and he goes, well, I'm not sure I can think of any context where that's correct. And we were all thinking it. Yes. <laughs> like, okay. Yes. Oh, this is when I would like to be called a I see. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. That was my favorite part. That was also, because then he said, he said that, I don't know if there's any context I could call somebody a And then he just looks at her and stands up and walks yeah, away. And she, she knows. She yeah. She spirals out of control, drunk girl on the sidewalk, like you said, shows up to the rose ceremony way late, holding her stilettos. They don't let her get up on top of the stanchions because they know she'll fall off. And she ends up not getting a rose. And she was very rude to him when she left. She said, I feel so sorry for Yale and walked off. I thought... He he handled himself well because she was she said I feel so sorry for you and she she's like oh no I'm not going to give him a hug yeah and then she said she he had the nerve to just stare at me <laughs> and I felt like going if that would have been me mm. and she started in her speech I would have said are you done mm. <laughs> there's a car waiting for you out, out here <laughs> it was it was cleaning house the mean girls are gone have you ever had mean girl Drama, I know you're a guy, but did you ever see it or do you even oh, see yeah. it? Do you You're like really pretty. Thank you. So you agree? What? You think you're really pretty? Oh, I don't know. Oh my god, I love your bracelet. Where did you get it? Oh, my mom made it for me. It's adorable. It's so fetch. What is fetch? Oh, it's like slang from England. So if you're from Africa, why are you white? Oh my god, Karen, you can't just ask people why they're white. Okay, you should just know that we don't do this a lot, so this is like a really huge deal. We want to invite you to have lunch with us every day for the rest of the week. Oh, it's okay. Coolness. So we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Yeah, I mean, there was always, you know, you, it's impossible not to encounter that. I remember um, I worked at a restaurant, a very busy restaurant, um, when I was in college, and I bartended, and... Uh, waited tables and worked in the kitchen and whatever. And we had a staff of, I mean, there were probably 40 to 50 people on staff at any given time, you know, Mm -hmm. like men and women. And there was always 
some sort of drama, you know, so it just in, in that sort of pressure cooker environment, which I think yeah. this is too, you know, the emotions tend to get blown out of proportion or magnified. Yep. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, there, there was always something going on with, you know, we put 40, 20 something year olds in a yep. room and something's going to happen. So, yep. yeah, that's how it was in high school with me. Um, I never thought about it as the pressure cooker, but you're exactly right. It was drill team. And so there yeah. were 58, 60 of us on drill team. And whenever you were together working out or training or practicing two hours in the morning before school from 5 to 7 or 530 yeah. to 7.30 or whatever it was, that can be a pressure yeah. cooker right. moment. And throw in the body shaming issues oh, that come with real team. You know. How did you Lindsay, know? Lindsay gained a pound. <laughs> <laughs> More like twelve, but that's okay. You're cute for thinking it's a pound. No, it you you are so spot on with that because guess what we were wearing? Leotards. Yeah. So you I cannot a, hide anything in a yeah. leotard. I was one of those guys um in in well actually up until, you know, I took myself off the market, but I always have a lot of girlfriends, you know, like friends that are girls. And so one of the, one of the questions I used to get in my blog was, well, how do you get in women's minds? You know, how do you, how do you know women so well? And that's why, I mean, I I grew up with a lot of really close friends who were girls and would just ask the right questions. And so, um, I would get the, the, uh, inside view on some of that. And I, it's funny you ask us when you said drill team, like three or four of my friends popped into my head, like, oh yeah, they used to tell me stuff God. like that. Like, um, the other thing, um, you can ask Laura about this too. And in law school orientation, they actually give you a big speech about how competitive it is and how people hide books and people, um, oh, you know, sabotage people. yeah, sabotage other people's stuff. And, you know, people, in that kind of environment, the pressure gets to people and they make um, bad decisions and are not very nice to each other. No, I just record flies. I mean, that's, that's kind of <laughs> Or watch Mean Girls. Same yeah, thing. Exactly. <laughs> There's a burn book, I'm sure, that was left at the mansion. Who's yeah, going to take exactly. it over? We don't yeah. know. I do want to talk about, along with Victoria, who left the show that night. Catalina, new girl. We don't m- know much about her, so that's fine. But Mari and Lauren were roastless. I was shocked about Mari. I was. And Lauren, too. You know, I've been riding high for that girl for a while, and yeah. she's just gone. Yeah, I don't know Laura what happened. So, so pretty. And I thought when she rallied on that one date, mm-hmm. you know, she, she yep. proved she wasn't just a beauty queen or whatever. Yep. Um, I thought she would go further for sure. Yep. Mari, though, Mari was on the show a lot. They, they interviewed Mari a lot. Or maybe yeah. my eye just drug Tamari's beauty a lot. I don't know. But I was I was very surprised only for the fact that sweet Maggie from Ethiopia has yet to say anything uh, or do anything other than get stuck in the big huge gore. She's always pumpkin. like right in the middle there. She and is she's got, like that big hair and wide <clears throat> eyes. eyes, sweet. Yeah, so you she, you can see her <laughs> everywhere because she's recognizable. Yes. She's tall too, I think. Yes. But she never says anything. No. Uh, that was that was just very very surprising to me. I thought for sure Maggie was out, but nope, she's she's still in. So here we go. Then they all have Cinderella date. That's the one where everybody gets jealous because they know what's going to happen. And it's Rachel. And I would like to remind people that your theory is whoever gets the Cinderella date is yeah. either number one or number two. 
you know, I call it the pretty woman date. Um, yes. And um, if you look back in history, including on The Bachelorette, where the who's the, the that guy that married the that married Rachel Lindsay? Yes, Brian is his name, I think. Yeah, something like that. He got the the, the watch. Um, yeah, the 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 Breitling watch, which was not cheap. Um, but yeah, the the jealousy dripping off the women when the pretty woman date is handed out is just um, only matched by when she returns with all of her bags. <laughs> and uh, there, but uh, are we going to bring up the controversy that happened this week? I don't. Major I work? yeah, I don't know it. I think you need to tell because I haven't looked at anything. So. Rachel, who I think we said a couple of weeks ago was going to be on the radar because I, I thought she was stunning in the black dress. And that's when I first noticed her. Um, I thought she's always seemed like a nice person. She's always seemed genuinely interested in Matt. Well, now there's a story from somebody that went to school with her that claims she's a racist. Mm-hmm. And it, the story is really vague. It says that she criticized people for for inter, interracial relationships or liking um uh, liking people outside their race or something. Mm. So it was a very vague kind of surface piece, but we'll see what happens. I didn't yeah. see any tweets. There weren't you know, anything like that, but um, hmm. she's already being maligned by the, the general public. Uh-oh. Just like Yasina says, it'll all come out after this thing airs. We'll all know a lot more information. So yeah. I don't know. That would be disappointing if that is that is the truth. It doesn't appear to be it's egregious. Not, okay. Just hope it blows over. Not a whole lot of people are jumping on that bandwagon. Right. Okay. It's not well, all hope it's, so. It it appeared he he did the pretty woman date with her at the Neapolitan boutique or whatever there on site, and it looked like she was wearing most of what Julia Roberts wore in her pretty yes. woman montage because it all was very bright and very eighties. However, she ends up in this red dress with the ruching down the front again. I think that's the devil's fabric. But she came in with all her bags. Then she then she kind of slides up her leg and shows them the bottom of her new shoes, which are Louis Vuitton shoes. Do you want to take a guess at how much those shoes are? I looked it up. Um, 700 bucks? 1200 Oh, okay. So there's this... Um, and those are like the cheapo Louis Vuittons. <laughs> 4000 is, you know, if you want something new and fabulous that's unique. There is a bar called the Tavern on Rush, and it is on Rush Street in Chicago. And um, it's a bar restaurant. And every Monday, they have a raffle. And uh, you go you go into the bar, and they have a pair of Louis Vuitton shoes really? in a glass case. And really? Yeah. And they circle around. It's ladies' night. No. So, yeah, the raffle is for the Louboutin shoes. And so, you know, it's like tons of women who want the pair of Louboutin shoes. And, of course, that attracts men who want to see women who want Louboutin <laughs> shoes. So it's a, it's a neat scene over there on Monday nights at the Tavern on Rush if you happen to be in Chicago. What What if it's not your size? I don't know how that works. Okay. I, I've never won Do them. Do you know what men... <laughs> You didn't. You didn't try to buy for these shoes for Mrs. Some guy. Do you know what makes Louboutin Louboutin? Um, I have no idea. The what makes it where you know? Oh, that's a Louboutin shoe. Um, there's uh, some snotty woman wearing it. I have not <laughs> no idea. The red bottom. It always has a red oh, bottom. Okay. Mm-hmm. That I, I mean, I'm sure some of them are knockoffs, but most people, whenever you see in a movie and you can see the red bottom of their shoes, and that's why she lifted her foot up so they could all see. see the red bottom and they I knew see. immediately. Yeah, I see. And, well, that's interesting. Then she has all her packages, you know, and then when she leaves to go dress in her very pretty royal blue gown for dinner, 
all of the girls are saying, uh-oh, she's in love. We can tell by her face. She's so happy. Look at her. She's in love. And you know what? She tells Matt James that at dinner that she is falling in love with him. Yeah, good. I think they make a nice couple. I do too. And he says, hey, the feelings are mutual. Do you remember the days when that was scandalous? Do you remember the yes. first person who told two people they loved them? Ben. Ben. Yes. I'm yeah. so proud of you right now for knowing that. I just yeah. remember... He told JoJo first, and yeah. we all went, oh, what? Oh, my gosh, this is crazy information. But then he told Whitney, too. Yeah. Oh, what is happening here? Do we here? remember Whitney? Yeah, remember Whitney, Whitney is, um, they broke up, but she is now married to a country music star whose name I can't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. no, wasn't that Lauren Bushnell or something? Didn't she yes, marry? Yes, her. Something? That's who I'm talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> She didn't marry Chase Her, Rice. That's not Whitney. With Victoria. Yeah, Victoria, yeah. other Victoria, uh, went from Chase Rice to the farmer. She's, ah, okay, she's that's doing right. Yeah. Great. And I don't think they're together she anymore. She didn't like Iowa too much. Yeah. Yeah. Quarantining in Iowa with the farmer was not well, her best idea. Actually, quarantining in Iowa is a little redundant, I think. If you, you looked up, if you learned of quarantine in the dictionary, it would say see Iowa. <laughs> Do you remember when you told Mrs. Some Guy that you loved her? Um, yes. <sighs> say yes. <laughs> no, I, I don't. She oh. probably does. But it wasn't like, and the reason I, I hesitate is because it wasn't like a big moment. And if I recall. She wasn't in a royal blue dress and you weren't in a royal know, blue, blue velvet. No, no. <laughs> She didn't say it back. Um, <gasps> really? Good for her. What do you mean good for her? I just think she needed to be sure before she said it, and that makes me Pouring so proud of her. Heart out. I'm, I'm emotionally available. This is all the things that women complain men aren't, and she that's, can't say it back. That's great. I don't want her to have to say it back, and you shouldn't either. You no, should I want think, her to say it when she feels it. You know where I think it happened? And this you're going to laugh, but I think this is the truth. And I'll confirm this with her. But I think it was spoke. at Billy Bob's in Fort oh, Worth. Same thing. <laughs> I promise. I think I honestly think that's where it was. We were at a... How many Lone Stars had you had? Quite a few. No, okay, um, good. And uh, yeah, I, th- I really, to, to think back, I think it was at was Billy it Bob's. Was it you're dancing or as you're riding the mechanical bull and you say, I love you? <laughs> We were watching uh, a concert, I believe. Oh. Um, it was Dwight Yoakam. I went oh. and saw him at Billy Bob's, and I believe. And I you just a turned new. Yeah. So we we, we um, yeah I told her that, and she was like, "You're special too." <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's right. Do you need another beer? Do you remember when she said it back? Um, no, I don't. I, th- I think she told me a few days later, like she had thought about it and yeah. was like, you know, okay, yeah, <laughs> I give in, I quit. Did <laughs> you steak and seafood? I love you too. <laughs> did you, did you write it before? No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You never, I'm very, you know, as much as I love to write and all that stuff, I'm awful with her with that. I just don't, I, I should leave notes and say nice things. And I just don't, for, I don't know if it's the, just the familiarity of the house and the, our life and our routine yeah. that takes that away. But I will, I'll, I don't mind saying over the airways here that I'm, I'm, I regret that I don't do more of that. I just, life gets in the way and you know, you always just take for granted 
you know, what's right in front of you. So yeah. maybe, maybe I'll make a, a late New Year's resolution here on February, what is it, 4th? Something to, like that, uh, yeah. To do that. Um, yeah. I had I... A, one time she said, uh, she said to me, um, uh, will you write me a poem for Valentine's Day? And uh, I said, this is to me one of the funniest things I've ever thought of off the cuff. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Put your finger on the button. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, uh, well, I, w- I would write you a poem, but I don't know anything that rhymes with. Oh, this man, Kaula, but I just can't handle it this time. No, that's funny. I mean, <laughs> and that's why my marriage worked. <laughs> she actually just shook her head and laughed. She's the greatest thing ever. Do you yeah, understand I that? Suppose it could be free verse. I could work, you know, work in some sort of loose, you know, rhythm oh. without rhyme or something. I don't know. You should get, I mean, Valentine's Day is next week. You should do it and come up with a word that rhymes with that and just <laughs> give it to her. Hey, hey, I figured it out. Frame it. Frame it. <laughs> Needle pointed on a pillow. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and now I'm on the spot because she's going to listen oh, to this before Valentine's Day. Is. It's going to be great. Oh my gosh. I got her a really, um, a really nice watch that she wanted for Valentine's Day a couple years ago. And um, she's hard to shop for though because she's very, um, she's very simple in that way. She doesn't like flashy yeah. things or whatever. She enjoys flowers and I, I always do that. And, um, but you know, I I I'm always at a loss, so I'll have to I'll have to think through it. I'm saying the poem the poem is what she asked for. That's what you should give her. Hey, you know what though? Once upon a time, and I don't remember if y'all were married or not, but you did write a lovely blog post about her. I did, and yeah. I can't remember if it was when you were courting or if you courting. Eighteen sixty four. Good lord. Um. Which when she rode up side saddle to my in the parlor, <laughs> in my parlor, yes. And I asked her, I asked her uncle for her, uh, if I could escort her amongst the the trees. <laughs> um, anyway, but, uh, that was a nice blog post. Yeah, I'll have to find that. It was it was right when we got engaged. Okay. Um, and uh, I will send uh, I will send you the link if I can find that post. You can mm. post it on and, yeah. and have all of the women that are, re- are listening to this read it and just sit there a flutter. Uh, just a flutter because you're uh-huh. a good writer. You know words and stuff. It's yeah, great. Multisyllabic and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. You can mix that in. <laughs> I'm still thinking about the rhyming. <laughs> You know what's gonna happen? You're gonna you're gonna sit up in bed tonight like three a.m. because you're gonna think of a word
also symbolically appropriate too. Bring it back to the show now. I yes, think. that's good. Let's go on to the group date that was horrible. What kind of sick joke is this? They all have to go to a farm and they have to rake manure out of horse stalls. They have to milk a goat and collect eggs. And this is called yeah. a date. Mm-hmm. What? What are we doing? This is yeah, not I, a date. Why don't they just <laughs> let them sit on a blanket and... Talk. Although for me, no, no, for me, look, I think, I think forced labor, I mean, first of all, it's against the 13th amendment and, mm-hmm. but it's probably worked into their contract somehow on the bachelor. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but so I think that's mean and Ty, the farmer got the day off. I mean, yeah, good, good for Ty. It was like all his work that they were doing. I, I do. I would, if I were Matt James, like that, that would be something I would mix in something like that because you have to weed out the really high maintenance for me. I guess like so. anyone who would refuse flat out to get their hands a little bit dirty, um, I would, I wouldn't respect. One thing I do want to point out is that MJ says to the camera, you have to jump in and let him know that you're not afraid to get your hands dirty, which is what you just said. Then she proceeds to be terrified of the chickens and of the goats and mm-hmm. squealing and giggling. And then Matt James is consoling her. And some of the girls thought that was not genuine reaction from MJ. Did you think it was, or do you think it was a ploy to get in front of Matt? I don't know if it was a ploy. I think she was just being overly dramatic. I think she was, I think she tried to try, you know? So I think in that regard, it was a little fake that she, there's no way like, you know, six months from now, if they're together, she's going to go, let's go milk a goat. Right. Not going (laughs) to happen. Then for some reason they were tossing eggs at each other and Matt James Mm -hmm. tosses her an egg. She catches it and it breaks all in her hands. Yolk running down. She giggly runs after him to wipe off the egg. He sprints faster than anyone I've ever seen run. He was a receiver. My goodness, he's so fast. And he goes through the barn, and she kind of giggles, thinking, I'll chase him. No, I won't. Then she sort of starts to chase him. Then we see the camera cut to Piper, who's having a talking head moment about Matt. He runs into her shot and passionately kisses her. A bunch. A bunch. And she looks shocked that this is happening. He kind of thinks, "Uh uh-oh, well, I'm already doing it. Let's go for it. And then you see MJ going, wait a minute, because she has then decided, I'm going to run after him. And that's what he's doing. So then it becomes weird. An issue. Yes. Do you think MJ really likes him or do you think this is a game for her? I think she's hyper competitive and she can't stand to lose. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, she started off strong. She seemed like she had a sense of humor, but yes. again, pressure cooker, man. It, uh, you know, it, it, it shows the cracks pretty quickly. It really does. And let me tell you what these cracks are. She, they all have alone time and they all start crying with him at their dinner party after I the can, manure. I mean, God bless, bless his him. heart. I know. Yeah. I know. He, he goes outside <laughs> with Chelsea cause she's the only one. In her Cruella de Vil white fur coat. I loved it. And she's she's the only one that's acting any any sort of normal. And they he has a moment with her. But then he gets to Abigail and Abigail cries. And she she cries. I feel like Abigail, not bawling crying, but it's it's very much her point is it's halfway through the show. She got the first impression rose and then has not had a one on one date with him. And yeah, I but, understand that. Yeah. I mean, picture 
what I'm picturing too is I don't care how big the Nima Colin is or whatever, um, it it the Nebuchadnezzar whatever <laughs> it's called, um, you got to feel trapped, right? Yes. I mean, they've been there quarantining for weeks. There's only so much flora and fauna you can look at. Yeah. Um, and then. So, so there's that going on. And then can you imagine how much downtime there is oh, between no. dates and all that? I mean, it's just got to be, they can't be on their phone. They can't be on the internet. So they've got to be bored out of their minds. And yep. that's got to wet. It's just got to wear on you. Yeah. It was interesting, but she ends up in a, in a good place. Then Michelle Obama arms, she gets a little teary because her first experience with Matt was this awesome one-on-one date. So now she's experiencing a group date for the first time and she said it's hard seeing you with other girls then he gets to mj and mj is fabulous and confident and matt is too and he just out of the blue kind of low-key says i thought it was weird whenever i was talking to everybody about anna and Brittany and victoria that you you were an antagonist of it all and her face flashed rage i'm gonna say rage and yeah she looked not too happy Mm-mm. yeah she was uh, because she realized she'd been sold out yep. in, the, in the mix she thought she had escaped unscathed yep. and then matt james being matt james just uh kind of waited for the right moment to drop the a word on her mm-hmm. and her whole point is hey i promote peace and harmony peace and harmony peace and harmony everywhere peace and harmony peace and harmony and he said yeah i thought that was kind of weird he doesn't say anything about it because antagonist, whatever, lets it go. Well, she does not. So she goes to the group of women. Again, they're not all here. But she says, somebody told Matt James that I, I was an antagonist. And I'd like to know who it was. Who said that? You and see Katie's face. <laughs> Katie was real nervous thinking, oh, goodness. Yep. But then Yesenia goes, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> what? You could, huh? see, you could see Katie like uh, MJ could take me, you know. Like there was that moment, like she she was worried there was going to be another fighting type of uh-huh. date, and, and then uh, is it Yesenia or Jessenia? Yesenia, like a Y, like yeah. with a Y. Yeah. Um, I I think she's pretty. I like her, but you know, she actually owned it up. That was pretty funny. She she did. She said, "Yeah, I told him that you were the one who was perpetuating the varsity and the JV and the OG and the newbies." And and again, MJ, I promote peace and harmony. And then he goes, right, you're the one who said it all the <laughs> no, time. She, she's, back to me. she's like, yeah, I, I understand you're promoting uh-huh. peace and harmony, but I just, what I was saying was exactly what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, I guess it's that whole... Um, sort of uh, in in inside out. All these, this whole generation. I mean, we're going to sound like old people for agreeing to this, mm-hmm. but you know, that whole generation looks at the entire world through their own experience. They have no empathy. Yeah. And I, I really do believe that Victoria believes she was spreading joy. Sure. Um, and I think that MJ believed that she's spreading peace and harmony. It just, it's, but it's so, so opposite <laughs> of what is actually occurring. <laughs> I just think they're in denial. And so at a certain point, you're like, well, how morally responsible are they for their own behavior if Mm -hmm. they don't realize that they're hurting people? And, you know, of course, to me that it's 100 percent responsible. But um, I really do think that that's one of the problems with the way that the Twitter generation or whatever you want to call it thinks is they don't really see any harm in being that mean to people just because every interaction they have is almost anonymous. You know, mm-hmm. it's easy to post something online on 120 yep. characters. So I don't know. I, I don't want to overthink it, but I think that's what, what I saw there. Yeah. Agreed. I, I want to fast forward a little bit to the very end of the show 
We still have one more date to go, but at the very end of the show, this ominous knock comes and everybody is freaked out because they know the three dates have happened and what oh, what's happening and Bree runs and gets this card and it says Yesenia and MJ I need to know the truth meet me before the other women arrive at the rose ceremony so there's this wonderful montage of the two of them getting ready and staring each other down because they're putting their suitcases out, which means this is a miniature two-on-one. And he's there's a rose. It showed a rose on the little plate. And MJ dresses in her black 80s power suit with the shoulder pads and the buttons. It's actually the jacket and blazer, no pants. But anyway, and her hair is big and her hoops are big. And she marches in there and they put them across from each other like they did Bennett and what's his name? Noah. And they put them across from each other on on couches. And Yesenia holds her own for a very long time. And finally, MJ says, you should be embarrassed that we are here. And Yesenia still holds her ground very calm. And she said, I promote peace and harmony. And Yesenia goes, yeah, right. So did you tell Matt that you did talk about the JV and varsity? Did you tell him that? And she said, I, I lead by example, which means nothing. No, that. Means nothing. Like five times. <laughs> I thought, well, okay, if you're, if you're tossing eggs, maybe. But, you know, if you're, if you're finding love, you've been really poor, poor yeah. choice. And Yesenia keeps saying, but your behavior is not matching what you're saying. And also, you are not denying that you did say varsity and JV stuff. You're not denying that. So my point is you need to tell the truth to Matt because you essentially lied to him by omission. She's not having that. MJ is not having that. And I can't believe this. And that's when Yesenia finally says, okay, I mean, even if he doesn't believe me, it's going to come out when this airs. Because as you remember, the show started off with a lot of footage of MJ saying stuff. Now, the question is, is the Varsity JV thing a big enough deal to kick this girl off like the escort? I don't think that's in the same category. But is Matt James saying that is a layer of bullying? It causes, um, as he kept saying, a safe space, which I hate that term. But I think what he was saying was he really wanted a positive environment where everyone can like be themselves. Yeah. And clearly, she's rubbing people the wrong way. She yeah. seems so nice, and then she got side sidetracked. You know, I don't know. She, I liked her at first, and then she got annoying to me. Agreed. Do you? Which one do you think he's going to kick off? If you had to keep one and ditch one, which one is he going to do? MJ's done. You think so? Yeah, I do. Okay. I think she's done. All right. Then we have Kit, who is, I'm going to remind you once again, 21 years old, little fairy girl. She is a wee pocket person compared to him, and that's what was very distracting to me on her date. They went to his place, I'm using air quotes, which he swiffered, and <laughs> yeah, I thought that was yeah, so what's cute. That like He's the, dusting. McCollin <laughs> doesn't have... Um, and there's, there's a broom closet in that suite. <laughs> Give me a break. I think that you, if you had to live there that long, you would have your own Swiffer too. Cause yeah. you'd like things so, neat. They were going to do cooking or something. And then she gets real emotional because she told him once upon a time that that's her yeah. happy place. I think. So they with cook her with her mom. Yes. Her very famous mom. And it's really hard to have a famous mom. Cause do you know who her mom is? Yes. Or is she just like in the fashion world or something? Cynthia is she like- Rowley. 
She's a she, pretty she big Louboutins. She does not, she's not Christian <laughs> Louboutin. No, oh, okay. she's Cynthia Rowley. I think she's known for dresses, I believe. Okay. But she's, she's like a Vera Wang type of person. Yeah, or? she's a well-known person. Of course, I guess Kit grew up in this lifestyle and how hard it is to have a famous mother and so forth and so on. And then they make chocolate chip cookies and they make out. I didn't really pay attention to their date that much. It wasn't very long. The gist of it was Matt kept saying over and over again, it was very natural. It felt very natural to be with Kit. Doesn't She seems like a nice person, by the way, but she also seems like she's grown up a certain way, if I can say it that way, um, high society-ish. And I just think as nice as she is, I just think they're too different. You know, I, there's, there's pictures of Matt James, you know, with a beer in his hand with Tyler, what's his yeah. face, on a boat, you know, screwing around on the lake and all that stuff. I just don't see Kit being that type of, you know, having yeah. that type of fun. Yeah. Um, and, and she even said as much too. She's like, I grew up in New York going to. Yeah. You know, red, red carpet, carpet events. And- yeah. I would also point out again, she's 21. She's still yeah. in college. Yeah. I just think they're too, too different. Um, as nice as she is, she needs to find somebody that's in her world. And I just don't see, I don't see the, I don't see them meshing anywhere else but over chocolate chip cookies in the <laughs> in the rented house at the, the Swiffer, yeah. The Nima Colon, yeah. Well, I mean, it was nice of him to Swiffer. That's considered. I know. I now, love when the Swiffer. was the last time you Swiffer? Oh, you I Swiffer? Swiffer all the time. Do you really? Yes. I have oh. the little tiny wand Swiffer just like he does. It's so quick. Zip, zip, zip. It's so quick. I love a we, Swiffer. We don't have the one where you put the cloth on it that you throw away. We have one that's like a permanent, you know, it's like Oh, a, no. I throw mine away, wash. yeah. Oh no, we have yeah. one like you wash. Yeah, I don't have that one. Y'all are Boy, y'all are loving the environment. I'm not. Yeah. Speaking of Tyler, in the scenes for next week, we see that he comes to visit Matt James. Oh, is that a fact? I, that I, is a I, fact. I, yes, they are playing pool, and Matt James is trying to tell him how things are going. If you had to choose based on the ladies still left, who you think Tyler would like for Matt James, mm. what names come to mind? Wow, that's because a you I say think... Kit doesn't seem to fit in that category, in your opinion. I think Rachel. Okay. Um, I think Brittany. Is she? Is she still there? She's still there. Yeah. I like Brittany. I think Brittany. And then um, we don't know Brittany. Of... You don't know anything about Brittany. You just think, think Brittany's she... pretty. Well, but and then there's a the sympathy factor. She, I thought she handled the whole um, the the whole thing well. <laughs> she wasn't one... the whole. She was the escort. Oh, I'm sorry. Ryan was the. Oh. <laughs> if you had to choose your top four, do they change from last week at all? No, I still think Serena P is in the background. I still think Rachel is there. We're on the fence between Rachel and Katie. No, I'm not on the case. And who, mm-hmm. who, who are my other two? You said uh, Michelle Obama yes. Arms. Yep. And Britt. No, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Bree. Bree. Yeah, I still I still think Bree and Serena are there. And I'm I'm now that Rachel got the pretty woman date, I'm convinced it's her and not Katie. Oh yeah. I would venture to add again, based on the making out session during the farm date, as well as scenes from next week show Piper with a one on one date. I think yeah. she's up there now. Um Real quick, without looking at your notes, spell Piper. P-I-E-P-E-R. Wow. I've I've written enough recaps to know that, yes. Rachel is R-A-C-H-A-E-L. Yeah. Rachel. Yeah, P-I-E-P-E-R. That's pretty impressive. It is, it is. Yeah, I mean, I write it. I've written this now 17 times, whether it's 
on the recap or on the podcast. Yeah, I know these people, which is highly annoying for the people who I work watch with. I know they think I'm a know-it-all because they'll go, who's that again? And I'll go, Ryan, yeah. she's a new one. Who's that again? That's Piper. She doesn't look like herself. I know. Who is that? Yeah. Did, but um, there are some people you can tell, as you say, MJ with the hair and Chelsea without the hair and yeah. Maggie with the wide eyes and the hair. You get it. Do, um... You know what just occurred to me is hmm. that we we as as we grow closer to the um, the culling of the herd toward um, of uh, fantasy suites, um, we have not seen the ambulance yet. No, we haven't. Yeah, so it's 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 inevitable. <gasps> I think uh, maybe I don't think next episode. Otherwise, that would have been on the trailer. So it could be a it could be a key player that it goes could down, be. not just some ancillary you know flop job that they're just going <laughs> to throw in the limo and. Give a rose, a sympathy rose, and then send uh-huh. her home next week. Do yeah. you know who else is coming next week? <laughs> um, Neil Lane? I nope. have no idea. Heather, the girl who's never been kissed from oh, Colton God. season. I, she arrives. Did she poll well or something? Or did she was just the I'm first not person sure. that picked up her phone when they were dialing no, the last I mean, I just think like a good Bachelor producer would... He's scouring all of these Instagram accounts during quarantine to see who's with who. They knew Matt James was going to be there, so they're all on Matt James and Tyler Cameron. And those girls pop up. Hannah pops up. And this Heather girl pop up. And so they think, well, this would be good, especially when Victoria's gone. And you have, I mean, the girls left. Although we do see Serena P, no, Serena C. And Katie yelling at each other next week. Katie's yelling at her loud. I think Katie has, um, yeah, I think Katie has um, been keeping it together, you know? Yeah, she's um, probably about she, to crack. Yeah, mm. so I think probably, she's probably just one one comment away from screaming at the top of her lungs at somebody. If you If you had to ditch four right now, who would you say is gone next week? I think MJ's gone. Okay. Um, I think the uh, the Ethiopian girl is gone. Maggie, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know the names of any of the other ones. Do you think ones. Katie's gone? No. Will he leave, think, keep her around another week? Yeah, keep her around another week. Because she's the informer? Um, and she's she sort of earned her time there. You know, yeah. she's been genuine and nice, and she's been helpful. So what I about the other Serena? She's gone. Yeah. yeah. That's who I would think. MJ, other Serena... And then Maggie and who else did you say? I don't remember. Oh, we didn't <laughs> say anybody else. There's hey, that, we, there's do, a fourth do, one. Do we get a two on one? That's what that's what Yesenia and MJ are. Okay, yeah, that's right. I forget. Well, no, yeah. no, I mean like an actual two on one. And day I don't, where they I don't actually know. have to be awkward for four hours. I don't know. I would hope so because those are my well, favorites. The reason where I'm going with this is it's sort of winter there up there when they're filming this. Yes. And there's probably an opportunity on the Nima Colon um, vast estate property to leave somebody in a helicopter while they're standing on a cliff mm. in a cave mm, mm, mm. in some sort mm-hmm, of icy, mm-hmm. cold, dangerous environment. Mm-hmm. Um, See ya. I, yes. Yeah. Or like they, they left, take uh, off on that runway and they exactly, just zip off exactly. and they're still there. Look, Waving. a two-seater plane. <laughs> <laughs> Stand back. Oh, this man called love 
for listening well i didn't get a moment with mama this week but she wanted me to tell you that she is happy that the queen is gone so matt can concentrate on the good girls she also wanted me to remind you that we have a bachelor bracket together with the amazing folks over at last night's game i've left a link in the show notes so you can check it out it's super fun super easy and takes about 30 seconds to fill out come join the fun And if you'd like to read a recap of the fifth episode of Matt James' season, head on over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years of content. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever. I gotta be cool, relax, I get hit, I get on that track, take a back seat, a hitchhike, to take a little long ride, hum a motorbike until I'm ready. Crazy little thing called love. This thing called love. I just can't handle it. This thing called love. I must.